Guess who's back? Back again. 34 game starter. Jalen Bridges, the catalyst, dude. Baylor might actually be good. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. Drake Toll from Alaska, alongside Colton Fletcher from Baylor Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Jalen Bridges is back. Colt, I said a couple weeks ago that I was going to press the red button. Like if, if Jalen Bridges did not return, it was red button territory. It was 50-50 a few weeks ago. Didn't get the looks from the Australian Basketball League that he wanted. Now he's back at Baylor, and somehow the magical Scott Drew has done it again. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, there's no way that we would have been even in title contention next year if he didn't return. It feels like it would have been a little bit more of a, you know, rekeying, reloading gear instead of rebuilding. Um, but with him, it seems like we can really go for it next year. Colt, here's the deal. This whole this whole Jalen Bridges guy. I, I don't know what it is. He wasn't the the stat guy last year. He was he was like the third or fourth guy you talked about from Baylor because you had your Adam Flaglers and your Keontae Georges. And then there was Jalen Bridges. But when I think him, I think like glue guy. He's the one that that I, I needed back for Baylor to be good. Do it, do it. Show the people at home your little the the, the notes. Show them the notepad. Yeah, it's a nervous, it's a nervous list of notes. I wrote Colt down. came yeah. to the show so prepared today, much more prepared than yours truly. Colt convinced me that Jalen Bridges is the greatest player to ever exist. Well, Jalen Bridges is the you said it. He was, he's the glue guy for the entire team. We've got a top five class coming in next year with East Messi with Jacoby Myers or Jacoby Walters, sorry, and Mira Little. Uh, Jacoby's expected, I'm sure, going to be in the starting lineup. Uh, Everyday John is going to be in there. Uh, Langston Love and Ray J. Dennis. So, with that, taking him out of that lineup, that starting five, you've got Jalen Nunn, uh, Caleb Love. No, not Caleb Love. What's his name? Loner. Oh, Loner, Loner, Caleb Loner, Caleb Loner. And uh, you've got Josh, Josh Ojan Wuna, and you've got uh, a few other key guys, small key guys in here. Um, But what JB allows you to do is, you know, play those three guards that we like to see. Not, yeah. So Ray J, uh, Langston Love, and Jacoby. And Jacoby, we were going to lean on him really hard uh, if we didn't have uh, Jalen Bridges back. Talk about uh, this roster. We'll we'll get into the starting five, the projected starting five. We'll build our own. But Grayson Gruntaver tweeted this out. I thought it was such a, a well-timed, solid yes. tweet that mentioned Ray J. Dennis, Jacoby Walter, Langston Love, Jalen Bridges, Everyday John, Jaden Nunn, Josh Ojanwuna, Eves Missy, Miro Little, Dantuan Grimes, Caleb Lohner. This entire roster, top to bottom, looks like a roster that f- should, for the first time in a couple of years, make it out of the first weekend of March Madness and be a legitimate contender in the new Big 12. And you've already talked about this whole Jalen Bridges. Without Jalen Bridges, this team looks different. There's a hole in the starting five that you're not really sure how to fill. Colt, what does your magical notepad paper say about Jalen Bridges' offensive game that he's going to bring to the starting five? Well, last year, he was a 10-5 and guy, uh, 10 points, 5 rebounds. This year... I see him being a lot more than that with that 28 point game against Iowa state. 
uh, that 17 game against Texas, that 17 point game against Texas and that 18 point game against Tech, they were all kind of in the second half of the season. He was kind of a 10 point scorer in that first half of the season. I think that this is going to allow him to open it up next year because you saw what he could do whenever he was given the ball against Iowa State. Uh, was that the first game against that the first game in the, the Big 12 tournament? Yeah, that very first points. one where he's just knocking down just, threes. He turned into Steph Curry. Yeah, literally. Jalen Bridges Curry. Yeah. And now you uh, get no, that I, back. Yeah. And I know Iowa State had our number a little bit last year, but he he made them respect him. And he he's going to get a lot more offensive time, and he's going to get a lot more respect from opposing teams because he's one of the best players on this team. There's an interesting nugget. There's something I haven't thought about. So look at Ben Sims. This is the Ben Sims effect to me. Ben yeah. Sims really good at football, right? You're a football guy. And then last year, it was supposed to be the Ben Sims show. He was going to be the Rob Gronkowski of the Baylor Bears, right. uh, the, the George Kittle, the what have you, and instead comes out and everybody targeted him. Is he, is he still going to fly under the radar, or is this the guy out of the starting lineup that opposing teams now have to put the attention on after the way he finished last season? See, I think that's hard to predict a little bit because what he can do with Ray J. Dennis on the floor and Jacoby Walters on the floor and EJ on the floor, he's going to be, I mean, the hosting teams are going to have to respect the entire roster. That's what it's really going to come down to. Uh, I mean, everybody on this team is going to be able to score and get in the paint, something that we didn't see last year uh, very much at all. You saw a lot of three guard lineups, which were interesting because we played really small. Uh, But this year with Jalen Bridges coming back, he's going to allow us to open that up a little bit more. Uh, I mean, you've got he's messy and you've got Josh John Muna coming off and you've got EJ starting on the floor. That's going to be just I mean, a recipe for, for a recipe for points is what it's going to end up being. So he's going to be able to dish it out. I mean, he had five, uh, five assists last season per game. It looks like. Yeah. And um, Ray J. Dennis is someone known for coming in and doing the exact same thing, just dishing out assists, dishing out points and. I mean, you've got everybody on this team that can score. Colt, I want to get into the uh, the Baylor starting lineup in 2022, and even just who's going to get playing time. We've got now 11-ish really good players that could all vie to get on the floor, and when you can only play seven, maybe eight in the system, it's a huge toss-up of of who, who those guys are going to be. Um, but wrapping up on Jalen Bridges, your rea- what was your immediate reaction to this news? I mean, did you feel the whole way that JB's coming back, or or does this feel like the last piece that Baylor just needed? It, it felt like the last piece. It really did. But it was a sigh of relief because, like I said earlier, it felt like it, without him, it would have been a reloading year. Yeah. And with him, it feels like we can go all the way. Yeah. I am, uh, I am of the thought. Here's my little tangent monologue. He was the guy from day one. If he comes back, everything's going to be okay. He gets to be kind of the grandpa of the team. He's going to be the older force. You could get that from Flagler, but he'd been in the program so long that almost the Matthew Meyer deal feels like he's ready to go. This guy's been here for a long time, given so much to Baylor, won a national championship. Somebody else has to step up and be the, the senior guy. You didn't really have that in Myers last year at Baylor. He didn't step up into that. Even this past season, it was, okay, who's the true leader of this team? It was tough to tell along the way. Uh, And now with JB making a case to be 
maybe the best player in your starting lineup, especially the the end of last season. He's certainly the the be- the most experienced and the best from that stand. He's been at Baylor. He can step up and be a leader. Every day, John's in that category too. But having Jalen there feels like the level-headed guy that steps up in the locker room and turns this team from a 23-win team to a pushing 30-win team that vies for a national championship next season and mows through a Big 12 schedule that's going to get easier when you have a flailing UCF team and a flailing BYU team and a middle-of-the-pack Cincinnati team that you're now playing against. Those should all be wins. And then LJ Cryer led Houston that's thrown into the mix here too. With Jalen Bridges back, a guy from Baylor who has that experience, you mentioned 10-5-5, he is, to me, the, the aura. He is the grandpa aura of, I have been here before. I know what it's like to play at this level at Baylor. I'm going to step into the starting lineup as one of the best players in this roster and become that guy, that leader for the team. He keeps me, he he is the reason I have closed my red button. I am now, the red button is, is put away. We're good. Baylor's good. Scott Drew's done it again. Colt, have you ever worn a pair of bird dogs? I have not. Well, I have. Bird dogs are the best things that have ever existed in the entire world. German short hairs, Labrador retrievers, the shorts that I have on my body right now. I would stand up and show you, but that would be a really awkward, weird shot. Since I got to Alaska, I have worn bird dogs all of the time. They keep me warm. They keep me safe. And I don't have to wear underwear. That's right. They're built in. Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? I like wearing underwear. I don't like shorts that have the built-in underwear. So I thought, I don't think I'm going to like bird dogs. But then I got them, and I do. I I did it for the first time. I used the underwear that's built into the shorts, and I actually enjoyed I didn't even know it was there. I didn't even know it was there. I enjoyed it. It's also, it's like got such a good... It's weird, I, but it, it kind of hugs you a little bit because of the underwear that's built in. So it feels like I was like, oh, are my pants too tight? Like, are people people looking at me weird because my pants are too small? But they're not. It's just the underwear that's there. And then the rest of it's there as well. My mom thought they were Lululemon. They are they are affordable. They are good. And right now, if you go to birddogs.com forward slash locked on college, you get a Yeti style tumbler for free. Don't don't miss this. We are giving you an, an, an exclusive locked on offer for a Yeti style tumbler. I got mine in the mail. I enjoy it. I drink stuff out of it, such as Diet Coke and Miller Lite. Yes. Yeti style tumbler with your order. Locked on college is the promo. Birddogs.com forward slash locked on college. Join me and Dave Portnoy and soon to be Colton in wearing bird dogs. Uh, Colt. You are on Vanguard Avenue in Anchorage, Alaska. It is 4.30 in the afternoon, sun high in the sky, because it's always what it is. There is a bull moose 100 yards away from you. It charges. What do you do? I don't have the slightest clue. All right, you're dead. <laughs> you Probably. Have... Moose can run like 50 miles an hour. Oh, I know. They're terrifying. They are insane creatures. I've seen a, f- a few of them since I got to Alaska. Um, apparently they're really not smart animals. So all you have to do, their eyes are on the side of their head too. So they have very bad vision. Wow. You just have to get behind a tree. If they can't see you, if you slim up behind a tree, it's over. They can't get to you. So I learned that about mooses. Meese. Meese. If you will. The, the um, 
I consider Scott Drew to be the moose of college basketball. Because if he sees you, if he sees you while recruiting, he's going to get you. Okay. It's over. If you're out of his peripheral vision, (laughs) (laughs) Scott Drew's not smart. (laughs) He's large and unsmart. No, if he sees you, he's got you. If he doesn't see you, if you're off his radar, then you probably don't deserve to get destroyed by a moose. Right now, he's built a roster in 2022 with 11 guys that I think could all vie for a starting spot. When you build your starting five, who is featured in that crew? Well, I apologize for spilling it a little early from my from my magical sheet. You of did notes. do that, uh, didn't you? I did a little bit. Do um, it again. But, wave, 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 wave yeah. the notes. Show everybody yeah. the notes. There they are. The panic, the panic notes is what they are. So, um, so Ray J. Dennis started the point with Langston Love there um, and Jacoby Walter there somewhere because uh, he's too good not to put on the floor to start. And yep. then. Jalen Bridges and Everyday John. That rounds out your starting five there. That is the starting five that Grayson Gruntaper posted today. And, and mm-hmm. I it, it's so tough to disagree with. It feels like just the right, the right way to go about this. The only questions I have, actually, I, I have to, I have two of them. I do have two questions. Langston Love, where does he he wasn't a starter last year? There were times where you thought, oh, good basketball player. He's back. Yes. But he still had lost a step from his high school film after tearing his ACL. The kid blew his knee out, so of course he's going to be a little, a little slower. Everyday John, same deal. Never looked like a hundred percent defensively. Brought the intensity, brought the effort. If you pull out Langston Love for the starting lineup and put in a guy like Jaden Nunn, or you pull out Everyday John and put in Josh Ojanwuna here, or or even Eves Missy. Is that something I mean, like, look, Dan, we haven't even mentioned Dan Grimes, who everybody talked about this off season. Yes. Is there any way that that starting five is not the core going into next year? No, there's not. Uh, I don't see that as anything other than our core moving forward. Uh, you've got Yeast Messi who reclassified into this year, which I am curious how you think he's going to fit into the lineup because I'm not really sure. He he's a fantastic player, awesome player. I'm just curious how he's going to fit into the lineup because he's what six eleven, and he's 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 a he's a big boy. Yeah. So I mean, I I see that being our core going forward. Pulling if you I mean say for the year out years years to come. I mean, Jacoby Walter, Miro Little, all those guys are going to be just. I mean, this this is building a. I know I said it's probably a little late to say that, but it's a really nice foundation moving forward. Yeah. We've won a national Colt. championship. <laughs> Colt, I got pro- I got problems. We've got problems. Here's this these are the problems. I will I'm gonna go through the names again because this just it blows my mind how deep this team is. This may be we made this case last season, and I, I think this team actually trumps it as the deepest that Scott Drew has ever had because Ray J. Dennis, Jacoby Walter, Langston Love, Jalen Bridges, Everyday John, the proposed starting five. Those guys all have to play, period. There's no question about it. They all have to play, period. Now here's where thing, here's where the issue, here's where the issue comes in. Jaden Nunn, maybe the most NBA ready prospect on your team coming off the bench. Not the first time Scott Drew's had a great NBA prospect off the bench, Jeremy Sohan. Josh Ojanwuna, good playing time last year, solid big man. Eves Missy reclassifies to come play for your team. 6'11 big man. Miro Little, one of the best guards coming out of this class. 
D'Antoine Grimes has cut his teeth in your program and now wants his shot to play this season. And Caleb Lohner, who is a golden retriever, how do you justify who gets to play off of that bench? Because of those names that I just gave you, three or four of them just aren't going to play this season. You don't think at all? What you I, From a numbers standpoint, you have seven or eight guys that are going to touch the floor. Unless you are like 2015 platoon John Calipari, Kentucky. I don't understand, which with this roster, you could reasonably build. Other than that, I don't understand how these guys are going to be able to play. See, I don't think depth is a huge having depth isn't isn't a bad thing yeah being being yeah. able to rotate because we saw i feel like we saw at times last year that depth was a little bit of an issue because you had three four guys sitting on that bench that you knew for a fact weren't going to play right like you had you had a few guys that were you were just sitting there you're like okay they were going to come in in trash time yeah but having 11 guys that can legitimately be in a starting lineup in the rest of the conference I mean, that just keeps your team fresh for the entire season, keeps them fresh for the entire game. And it allows you to score points, which allows you to win games. Here's the sucky part. There are, this is the revolving door of the transfer portal. Because when it when it revolves toward you, it's like, all right, sweet. I'm going to step into this door. When it starts to revolve away, it's like, oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. And, and from a player standpoint, D'Antoine Grimes, all right. I have, I've come to Baylor. The door's revolving my way. I'm going to step in. But now, once that door kept going, once more guys, we were talking two months ago about D'Antoine Grimes being the starting lineup and really trying right. to build him up. Right. Now, will D'Antoine Grimes see the floor for Baylor next season? This means that uh, because of the nature of college athletics today, of these 12 guys, three of them have to go. Three Reasonably, three of them are going to enter the transfer portal. You've got to start thinking about who those guys are because even if Colt, if we had nine of these guys and three PWOs, I'd be like, all right, sweet, whatever. This is still exactly. a pretty good roster. At yeah. this point, three or four guys, hopefully don't, but could get hurt, and Baylor would still be an elite college basketball team. Absolutely. So what do we do? What do we do about the kids that are going to go? <sighs> Cold, the weight of the world's on your shoulders here. I know. You're, you're giving me a tough one here. Um, Their fate rests in your hands, Colt. Figure it out. Um, well, I mean, this is Everyday John's last year, most likely, right? Yeah, okay. I mean, this is his. Yeah, all right. I is, like this start. I like where you're going with this building yeah. here. Let's go. Let's yeah. keep going. So Jalen Bridges thought that this was the best place to improve his draft stock for next year, right? Yeah. Instead of going to Australia – and which speaks into our basketball's NIL a little bit status a little bit. It kept him away from Australia in that right. sense too. But he thought that this is the best place to build his his NBA draft stock. And we've got Ray J. Dennis, who I'm not entirely sure what how old he is or what year he's in. But he's old. Yeah, he's been, I think he's, he's played three years I, or four years yeah. of college basketball. So we've got we've got three guys on this starting lineup, not including Langston Love, who's in this junior year season, junior season, who are. Yeah who are Red ready to go after this season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are ready to go after this season. So you hang on to these kids and you tell them your time's coming. Your time is next year. We've got to get you ready. We've got to get you. We've got to build you up and we've got to make you as great as you possibly can from whenever you're on in that starting five. 
So not necessarily, they don't necessarily have to leave whenever that door revolves back around to them. It's more just wait, not wait your turn, but be ready when your name's called. Yeah. Oh, here is, here's what gets me with that. This is this, that was good. That was very well said. That was calming. The problem is you could, I can only imagine the Dantuan Grimes, the world, a couple of these guys that aren't going to play were already given that message last off season. Right. Like, Hey, even the freshmen, Hey, come to our program. And when Eve's Missy decided to reclassify, look, come to our program. And, and this will be your year. Like you just, you just wait a second. And then once you get here, once you're ready, you'll get in the starting lineup for that fall, that, that winter of 2023. And mm-hmm. now it's rolled around and Baylor has gone to the portal to put guys in front of them. That, that's the, that's the toughest part of the transfer portal. Do I want, do I want, Dantuan Grimes on the floor or Ray J. Dennis, the Mac player of the year. I want Ray J. Dennis, but it sucks for a guy like Dantuan Grimes that's waited in the wings, that's worked his way through this program, that now is not going to see playing time, significant playing time this next year. How, if you're, and this is the last point of the show, Scott Drew has somehow done it again. How, if you're Scott Drew, do you justify it to a kid that, shoot, maybe wait one more year? I, you know, that is a great question. Um, speaking to Dantuan Grimes, I mean, you can pull something from football in this sense. It's it's person over player, and you are always going to do right by that person. So it doesn't yeah. matter necessarily the playing time that they get, but you have to make them ready for whatever they decide to do next year. So if that is transfer, I mean, God forbid, I would hate anybody. I feel bad for anybody that leaves Baylor. I, would, I don't want them to, I don't want them to go anywhere else. And I don't think that anywhere else is as good as where we are, but you have to make them ready. And so you, and you have to do right by them. So I don't know if that necessarily answers your question, but I mean, just doing right by the, doing right by the kid and doing right by the player. Yeah. Which this guy has done quite a bit. He is uh old Dave Aranda. There you go. Um, Colt, Scott Drew's done it again. That's that's the the last little deal here. Uh, and I maybe I maybe I doubted him a bit. It was hard not to to. I can't apologize for putting question marks on this off season two months ago when Baylor had like four guys on the roster, and now you really feel confident in what he's put together for next season. What do you think the ceiling is for for this team next year with this roster? I mean, I genuinely think, I always think that we're going to go to a national championship. Always. I mean, at this point, actually, after winning one, it's like, all right, we can do say, it again. I was about to say. Um, but no, I mean, seriously, with the the youth that we have in the locker room and the, the veteran leadership that we have in the locker room now, it feels like a team that can go all the way. You've yeah. got, got every facet of the game. I saw a stat, a stat on Twitter uh, earlier when I was stressed prepping for this uh um, do it show the show, show the notes again uh, that's so uh, when i was stress prepping for this uh that nobody on the team has under a seven six foot seven wingspan yeah and so we it feels like we're gonna play i mean a big thing about last season was defense we, yeah. we didn't have the length to play defense and it feels like i mean you remember that arkansas game it felt like they were in our face the entire game no matter what type of shot we were putting up, no matter what kind of space we were getting, it felt like they were always in our face. And I feel like that's yeah. a position that we're going to be in this year with the length that we have. And we've got the 
the talent and like I said, the veteran leadership and the youth to go all the way. Like this one actually feels like the best shot that we've had since 20, 2020 or 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like the amount of guys that are back in this program that seem like level-headed guys. Look, let's, you know, call a spade a spade. Matthew Meyer was never the senior leader of the roster. It was never, Hey, look at what Matt's doing and, and follow along with that, which is okay. You know, not everybody can be the Jared Butler, right? right. That That is a once in an every five years ish player that comes through your program. Your Davion Mitchell's. Have, yeah. We just, and we just have at the same time. Masa right. We just had a, yeah. all of those guys on the roster right then. And now Jalen Bridges, everyday, John Langston love. This feels like another, okay. Hey, maybe there's not a core three or a great three guards who have stepped into leadership roles, but at least there are guys who have been here who can help the new guys figure it out, even if that takes 10 games to settle into. Colt, uh, anything else we're missing from your card there? Um, No, I think that about covers it. Other than this team is just freaking loaded this year, and I love it. And and I'll, I'll, I'll I'll bring one to the next one. Yeah, I'll have them. I'll yeah. have them every time. You know what? The next one's going to be football too. Well, you you All name right. the topic of the next. It's the off season. There's still so much <laughs> stuff going on, uh, dude. Especially with realignment, this stuff's going to give me a headache. Yeah, yeah um, me too. But Colt, people, where, where can they find you on Twitter? Because it's it is. While you are not, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Because some people, there will be some person who's like, "Who is this guy?" Um, and I get it. Colt doesn't work for a, an outlet. He works for himself, and he does damn good stuff on Twitter. So you should follow it. Yeah, I'm at Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Colton Fletcher. Um, none of my other stuff really has a bunch of Baylor stuff on it. But it's yes. all at Colton Fletcher. If you want, Twitter uh, if you want to follow my Instagram, I haven't posted, I don't think, in a couple of years. But Twitter's right where it's at. Twitter it is. Colt, thanks for joining the show today. Hey, thanks, Drake. I appreciate it. Thanks, folks, for listening. This is, uh, this is a fun day. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm cold. Um, this has been an always will be. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Locked on. Come back on Monday. We'll talk about sports. Baylor.